Welcome in to Chit Chat with China. And you already know I'm the girl China. Welcome in, welcome in. This episode is very near and dear to my heart. You know, I can Everything else I know, but like I feel like um, on a personal level, it draws people in more. And y'all seem to like my vulnerability and humanity, you know. So today's episode is like very personal. It's very much like a girl chat episode. Okay, so kick back, get your wine, get your water, sis. This is Chit Chat with China, and you already know I'm your girl, China. Okay, sis. So, if you're new here, you're returning. So, be hey, how you doing? What's going on? Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, whatever time, location. Hey, girl, how you doing? I'm just checking in. How are you? How have you been? Honestly, tell me how have you been? Do you need anything? Any prayer requests? What can I do for you? You know, like, just hit us up in the DM at Chitelletainer on Instagram. You guys, you know, like, I'm always open. I love the feedback. I love to hear from you guys. Don't forget to, like, subscribe, rate, and review. But for all my new babes, I know my returning subbies already know. But this is a podcast or a safe space for um, LGBTQIA+. Or a woman of color, whoever you are, this is a safe place for you to be who you are, for you to be you. And honestly, I created this podcast because I felt alone. Honestly, like I felt like I didn't have anyone and I was just creating my thoughts out loud because I want somebody to talk about these topics because these are the type of things that I'm going through. So I'm so happy that I have found a I found or built a community to where I have a safe space in the world, where I can come and be on the board and question or talk, talk about topics that might be controversial or that might ruffle some feathers, but it's worth more learning and I see that you guys are very much engaged and you love talking about it. So I feel I'm not alone. And that's, it, it's so much power in communities, okay? If you are depressed, if you are going through it, if you have a low self, please go get connected to a church, a community, a church, someone you can confine in. It's discernment in the people that you need to confine in, but go be connected. You know, I don't, I'm not saying when you go, go through your heart, I'll tell you your life story, but it's very much power and love in community. The devil wants you to be alone. Go, go get connected and join us, you know, become a doll, join the movement. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So if you hear me moving around or anything like that, y'all, I am shooting this episode in my bed. <laughs> yes, I'm shooting this episode in my bed because I didn't want it to feel forced. I really wanted to have this conversation. I really wanted to get to a place where I'm comfortable and you guys can feel my heart. Uh, my apologies if this episode might be a little longer, but I feel like it's very much a conversation that needs to be had. So, get comfortable, sis. Get your popcorn, get your wine, get some water. We finish it, chat. <laughs> okay. So, in my notes, I actually wrote one second. I'm going to get my other notepad. Okay, girl, when they say you be journaling, I be journaling. Okay. I got two, four, five, six notepads. Yeah. 
I'm back. So, in my notepad, I one thing I really wanted to talk about. Let's just hit it straight for it. Was this good person syndrome? And I had to really take a hard reality, like really, really sit down with myself because I'm like givers and takers from a giver's aspect. I have this virtual, this not virtual. I have this this complex about myself that I'm just so grand, so better than or whatever because I conceived myself or the the script that I was playing in my head was that I was this good person, that I was just oh so grand because um, I would give to people and they would do me wrong. I felt like they would do me wrong. Well, and honestly, secretly I had resentment for the takers, the people who I did their selfish, but really let's take a deeper look into that. They aren't really selfish. And in actuality, they were withstanding and upholding their boundaries and making sure that they were protecting themselves. And because I wanted more and couldn't see past the fact that I romanticized the exchange for more than what it is, that I end up um, crossing my own boundaries and forgetting about myself and looking up eventually over time, realizing like, oh, you don't care the same level as I do or the way I care you don't care at that level and I have been doing things thinking you have reciprocated the level of caring and loving and giving that I have not so me not knowing this I didn't know I used that as a manipulation tactic and not honestly being this good person so the reason why I can understand the difference between the two sis is because so i wrote it down was like when i go to church what's the exchange i go it's like every time i go to church i go through i go to, i try to go to church twice out the month physically so when every time i try to go to church it's like hell break loose like either something happened i'm late or or not every time but when it's like sometimes like i'm desperately needing it like something something happens and i'm just like you know what forget it. i'm not i'm not gonna go or i'm just i'm not gonna worry about it but it's always a little bit of something in me that said no go and let's try again and once i try again it's better like the what i needed what i needed to what i needed to travel there for i got and i got more more than i got my cup fulfilled so i didn't take it as a loss but when it comes to relationships i take it as a loss when i sit there and i give to people my time or my affection, my attention, the way I would want them to get to me. And so did I secretly build up resentment for that person and I no longer really want to have an exchange with them, but then I want to manipulate you into the way that I want you to love me. And once you love me the way I want to be loved, then I'm able to reciprocate back to you what my definition of love is. But really in all in totality, that's just another form of manipulation. Ah, I know I said a mouthful, but like when I said when I said I sat here and broke that shit down and start to crying to God, like and even when I was talking to God, I think some of the prayers that I was praying, He was like, "I can't give it to you because you're using the formula of where if if I pray, eat right for two or three weeks for a month or whatever, God gonna give you this or whatever because I did it like that. And you'll use that as a formula, but not really trusting him and not really having faith in having um 
stick-to-itiveness and tenacity to withstand the troubles the troubles that life occurs you know like life doesn't just happen to someone who's chosen you may you have decisions and you make choices and that creates your life and so i'm like well what is my life excuse me what is my life trying to tell me right now so i'm like okay god i'm looking around um it might feel like i don't have grips or hold of my life right now it might feel like that but let's state the facts let's state down what's the facts okay i'm going back to school i got accepted into school again okay cool that's good uh, i'm not wanting i'm not hungry i'm not you know like i don't have i'm not i don't everything that i need is checked off to have shelter food clothes clean clothes you know, I'm able to do what I want and I have a little bit of more income coming in. It's not, it might not be as much as I would like, but I have income coming in. I'm not flat out broke, you know? So, okay, cool. That's one thing. Another thing, um, God has people in my corner rooted for me and it might not be the people that I want to love me back the way I would like it, but he has shown me that it is people that loves me that are trying. So I'm not deemed unlovable, you know. Um, I have not gonna lie to you, I have had the spirit of suicide on me and it has been really strong. And anxiety has been really strong. Like having an anxiety attack has been a reoccurring and things like that. And so I really have been and I've been going through a really hard breakup, you know, with this person, you know, and so I just, I had to, I realized that the major triggers for me, the thing that I can handle anything. I can handle even being cheated on. I can handle anything, but being abandoned, being ignored, being not taken care of, no security, no understanding, just having no sense of what, what's going to happen the next day or what are we, what to do? Like, I don't have no like reassurance on my position, like to know that I'm good, that I really mean something to somebody. Like I can't stand it. I can't, I can't do that. And so that triggers self dep like self deprecation to me. And then I self medicate. And that looks like me smoking more. That looks like me running up my credit card bill. That looks like me, um, being on dating apps, knowing that I'm looking for the type of person that I have, that I have had this encounter with, that I just broke up with on a dating site, trying to get the similar qualities and trying to make them to who I wanted that, you know, that person to be. That's a major sign to let me know, like, that's like, I'm not healed. Something is going on. That's a sign. That's a sign. Because if I'm constantly on a dating app looking for her, that's, that's unhealthy, you know. And I realized, like, I do self-negative ne talk to myself. People tell me all the time, your body is nice, your body is nice. But I'm like, no, you don't see the fat and you don't see how it's not the way I would want it to be. And so God is trying to show me, um, just retraining my mind to, like, you don't need someone else to applaud you. You don't need someone else to love you and love your body and respect your body if you can't do it yourself first. So I'm just doing that. So... Girl, even when I masturbate, I have been telling myself, I trust my body. I love my body. I trust you enough to, like, let other people love you, whether it's platonic or romantic. I'm telling myself that as I am masturbating. Like, I trust you. Like, I trust my body. It's okay. Breathe. You're good. You're safe. I trust you. 
I trust you. And so it's, it, it has been helping. It has been helping with just helping me follow through with, you know, busting the nut or whatever. But like, I'm just saying that's just another form of me trying to take care of myself when it comes to sex. Cause I realized like I crave sex when I want intimacy and I need to find another way of intimacy because Every time I want intimacy, what if I want intimacy platonically with someone and I don't know what that looks like? That's another thing too. Like, and it's kind of uncomfortable when someone shows me platonic intimacy and I feel like, what's that? You know, like I need to be comfortable and not sexualize it. So that's another thing. I'm just making sure my mind not, not, not having that be the devil's playground. You know, like I. I'm easily to sexualize a lot of things, as I said in my last episode. And so I don't like to do that. I don't like to do that. Like, you just, I need to know what the basis of our relationship is because at the end of the day, I'm going to respect you. Like, I ain't, I ain't on that. You know, like, what? It was just an eye-opener. Like, this shit really is an eye-opener because I'm like, God, I didn't know. I was doing any of this, you know, like I didn't know I had this virtuality scripted that I was playing to myself that I'm just, just, oh, you're a giver, a giver, a giver, you know? So I realized like I have a level of low self-esteem and I realized when I do have my high self-esteem, I am confident is when I'm within God's good standing, when I do talk to God on a daily basis, when I check in, when I do my yoga, when I have conversations with him and things like that, when I am drilling it, and when I am at my lowest and when I'm, in, I'm not able to function and when I have the most problems, when my body is going through changes and I start to hate myself is when um, I'm not connected to God, when I get lost into relationships. So I need, I, I don't know. You know, I told God like I'm not in the mood to be in love anymore. I don't want. I don't want to. Keep, I don't. I don't want to keep going. I don't want to keep being hurt. So, I like I told God, I'm. I'll be 23 in 2023. So, I feel like the rest of the time needs to be dedicated to that. I mean, one thing I had wrote about wrote down about me. It's like, I like giving to homeless, to the homeless. And I'm not the person to record it or to announce it or just whatever. I'm just, just give to give because when I was in a position to where I needed something, I wouldn't want nobody to go out there to steal. So, not unless I gave you my consent. So, I'm just saying. So, when I'm making a decision, one thing that has helped me, um, which I got from TikTok, this girl from TikTok, she was like, when making a decision, just try to see, one, is there room for me to say no? Is there room in this exchange for me to say no? Am I worried that I won't be connected to this person anymore if I don't say no? Two, am I inspired to give? Am I inspired to want to help that person? And then, and are they understanding if I'm not able to meet their needs? You know, like, and is the need and expectation behind it, or is it like it's it's okay? You know, like your school girl, I ain't tripping. You know, like I'll make another way. If you you know, so that help that is helping me when I'm thinking about like what what 
to base like our exchange off of because people do be asking me for money like I'm back from the I don't know. I must have it. One girl asked me to help build her man out of jail and we was friends and now we're not friends anymore because I said no. You know, one girl, my best friend, my ex best friend, she, you know, stole money off my card. She stole money off my card to pay for her and her, her, her baby's food. Like, I kind of feel like I was, I was, I wrote down to my notes. I said, Lord, I don't know if this is, am, am I in the book of Job? Because first I felt like you were taking me through the woman issue of blood with my health conditions. Now I feel like I'm in the book of Job. What's going on? You know, like, I really feel like that. And so, God told me, okay, what I wrote down. Okay, so. Oh Lord, so patience. Sorry y'all, if y'all hear all that in the background. I'm recording. This is Los Angeles girl. They be they be racing. Oh Lord. Okay, so he wrote. I wrote down patience. Um, I'm holding the preservative tongue. God faithfulness, power, and goodness. So I so. Okay, so I, ooh, this was a good one for me. As a believer, I don't have to stand in God's plans for me to be, I don't stand in God's plans for me to be mediocre and for me to be, to settle for a unfulfilled, unsatisfied love life. It takes work, faithfulness, and expectations. Look forward to tomorrow's. Issues won't last forever. So that's a nugget that I wrote. Um, when, oh, when your thoughts are out of control, you feel out of control. And that's what I was saying earlier before I had got cut off. Sorry, y'all. That's what I was saying earlier. When your thoughts are out of control, you feel out of control. So that's why I'm like being Mary Jane up in this bitch. Okay, y'all should see my room. So I have like sticky notes on the mirror, sticky notes on my, on my pictures because I need constant reminders of stuff like that like when people don't answer the phone i have a sticky note right there like okay it's not that you're not important your emergency is not someone else's emergency boundaries 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 you don't know what's going on someone someone else's life and they may be telling the truth they may be actually going through some some stuff may be actually happening so whatever script that you have in your head that's in your mind everyone doesn't think the same as you so i had to understand that and my therapist used to be a stickler for that. She used to always tell me, but I'm just like, okay, it's 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 processing what she said four months ago. It's processing now. I know it's crazy. I'm just, ugh. but, and then okay, so a goodie that I wrote down was Genesis one and and, and twenty six. God's not wish. God is not wishing I would be different or feeling as if He made me as a mistake. He made me in His image and likeness. I just, I have to sit in it because, like, I wrote that down, but not really, you know, like, I was writing and talking to God, but I didn't really realize what I was writing when I'm in the trance. I just be talking to God, but, like, to know, okay, God, I do, <laughs> I do be kind of wishing, like, I was different. I look different, and, you know, like, when I went to church last month, this month, we out here, but. 
my first lady was praying for me and she was like, you don't need to be lighter. You're perfect the way you are. Your skin color is fine. Your lips are fine. Your nose is fine. And I was just like, I just looked at her like, how did you know? Like, that's something I was battling with because I got some big ass lips, nose. I kind of feel like I'm too dark, you know, like colorism is real within my own community, black community, you know, being called Darth Vader when I was in middle school, high school, just more bullying than me acting out from the bullying. And this is not an excuse or anything, but like, I still try to have this grandiosity type of ego and just kind of, it was, it just hit me differently that somebody seen that, like, you seen my spirit, like, you seen what I was trying to cover up, like, and they made me do a double take, like, wow, and they made me want to, like, dig deeper into, like, why do I feel like that, and to know, like, God's not wishing I'd be different, or feeling as if he made me as a mistake in heaven, he knew what I was going to go through, he knew I can overcome it as well, so, I just, I had to walk in a manner as which I know I'm worthy. And I have to walk in a manner as which I know I have, I have an inheritance in the kingdom as a believer. If I say I'm a one of faith, that's it. There's no if, ands, or but about it. It's going to come into fruition. Whatever I say is going to happen. As a woman of faith, I'm a believer. So I have a right and I have a demand. I don't need to be timid when I come to God. I don't need to be, oh, well, will we? No, I need to walk in the manner in which I know I'm worthy. Self-worthiness. Worthy of self. So I have to walk like I know I have an inheritance in this kingdom. So. So. I wrote down Philippians 1 and 27. I don't know, y'all. I'm going to put it in the description. It's C-O-L-O-S-S-I-A-S-I-A-N-S 1 and 10. And I wrote down, I realized I tear myself down in a part and hyper-vigilant myself apart going into my next situation shrinking myself more and more while giving and watching the other person become more fulfilled while having resentment towards them so and i was realizing like why do i want to be a giver it's this need of validation of wanting to be loved but i do have this great eat grandiosity old ego about me that has it to where like Oh, you need me before I need you or whatever. But that's not really self-esteem. That's the mask that I put on. And so my true self-esteem is that, like, I do have low self-esteem. But I am building it up when I go into the word and I seek out the word and walk into a vigilance to understand who I am as self. Because when I do, I, I know I have this glow about me and this attraction about me in the earth that attracts people and it attracts broken people and it attracts healed people. But at the end of the day, I have this attraction to where I can take up the room by just simply being who I am. And my spirit is very attracting. So I don't want to lose that about myself. And I don't want to act as if I don't know or 
or know who I am or know who I belong to because that's not that's not me. And so I have to get into the word. And I have to go deep into the root issue and understand like